Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast, Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, you're going to share it. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. So, for those of you, question, did you listen to, excuse me, my bio on, on my podcast on my bio? Wow. You know, I considered re-recording it, but Again, we're going to talk a lot over the next year about embracing who you are. And since being a spaz is who I am, I just didn't think it was just in good integrity to redo it because it just would not have come out as honestly. Now, I re-listened to it and I have about four four to ten grammatical errors in there right out of the gate and I'm talking a million miles a minute. So today I'm going to talk about just quickly the coulda, woulda, shoulda brand and why I named it that and why I say it wrong. So I I do believe if you look it up on Webster's Dictionary, it shoulda, woulda, coulda. But I never remember it that way. So there's no point in me having a show and branding myself with a slogan that I'm going to say wrong every single time. It's kind of a joke in my marriage. I had a sob for a number of years and it had heated seats. It was the first time I'd had that in a car. This was a decade or so ago. And... um, for the entire time I owned the car, I called them seated heats. I mean, heated, seated heats, yes. Heated, seated heats, heats, seat heaters, heat seat, heat seaters. Oh my goodness. I'm definitely going to have to edit this podcast. Anyways, my husband was completely annoyed and then it just became a joke because they just never got it right. And it's the same thing with my podcast. So I'm kind of thinking, I gave it some thought when I woke up this morning because let me tell you how this is probably why my last podcast had me talking one million miles per minute was I am outside my comfort zone with this podcast in such a huge way, it's not even explainable to be perfectly honest. I am a bit of a dreamer, just a tad, uh, and I'm okay with that. Actually, I've embraced my dreaming, and I was very fortunate later in life in my mid-30s to meet my husband, Keith, and he is a man that dreams with me, and together with basically nothing. Now, I didn't have nothing. My parents had helped me and and I was a single mother who did own a town home and, and had my car paid for and was raising a son on my own. I lived very well for a single mother. My husband hadn't really kind of got started on that journey and together within five years, we had a portfolio that was triple what we started with. Um, we just, we dream and we dream big and we support each other. And I just, I'm so grateful for that. But I'm also a dreamer at night. I have a very active, colorful imagination. And uh, I have one of those imaginations that I wake up very early in the morning and I've always thought it would just be amazing if someone could invent a brain recorder that I could just hook up to me when I go to sleep at night. And then when I get up in the morning, everything I've dreamt and thought of, and you know what I'm talking about. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have created the cure for cancer, written a book, written a movie, um, have made the invention of a lifetime. And then you wake up and can't remember a darn thing about what you were thinking about. But it was so clear just before you woke up. So I think a brain uh, recorder would have been uh, just an amazing invention for someone like me because I've always thought if I could get those thoughts into a book or a movie, I'd be a millionaire. Well, this podcast is a little bit like that for me now. I wake up, the thoughts are rampant, and instead of just ignoring them and, and going back to sleep, I now have to get up and share them with you. So, coulda, woulda, shoulda is a little bit about my personality because 
I'm a tad overconfident some days. Um, I'm not sure if it's bravado or whether it's real. I certainly embrace it. My dad used to joke when I was in high school, meet my daughter, the president, because I always just wanted to be running everything. I am a control freak on top of it. But I was always looking to, you know, be in charge and above. I didn't want to start at the bottom. Just I'm going to own the company. I'm the boss or whatever that may be. And screw starting cleaning the floors and um, typing out the letters. So for me, the coulda. I can do it. I, I can do it. Woulda. Great delusion there. You know, if I had done this, I could have done that. Um, it's kind of, kind of a, a part of my personality. And then the regret I shoulda. So for me, it's about the confidence, the excuse, and then the regret. <laughs> so hence the name of my show and why I don't say it right. So that is why this podcast is called that. I will never forget it because that's what comes naturally out of my mouth. And we are going to uh, be embarking. In fact, we're going to be embarking starting tomorrow on my new public speaking course. Now, I am a firm believer, always have been, and and have walked this walk. Even even when I was younger and didn't have money, I, I opened to the universe and asked for, for, uh, for it to be supplied. I believe if you're going to do something... For the love of all that's holy, go get trained. Pay someone to teach you. Uh, It is worth it. It is worth it tenfold. It will change everything in your life if you're paying for the right training. So I say that and then I'm going to admit something. I've never been trained in podcasting. I've never taken Sam Crawley's course, even though I've had two opportunities. He's a WorldCast podcaster uh, that I sort of... uh, uh, idolize a little bit. You probably have caught that a bit on this podcast. And and I think, well, you know, you're an idiot. But the thing was, I was making decisions about my life and decided that one of my weaknesses was my public speaking. I have spent a couple of years thinking I would do workshops, be in front of the public. But quite honestly, I have a bit of a gift of um, facilitation and it really does work best in small groups. And believe it or not, when I'm facilitating, this voice changes. And I become the other Shelley, you know, the Gemini, gotta love both of me, where I hear you, listen, speak calmly, and can usually find some way of suggesting a way around your problems and how to face them from a different angle. It always stuns me, and I know I'm speaking very slowly right now, that I have that in my personality when usually most of the time I just need to sound like this, and I tend to, and I drive everyone crazy. So we're going to take public speaking, and uh, if you can hang with me here for the next couple months, by the end of September, my podcast could be a little bit easier to understand because I'm not giving this up. So let's talk about being outside the box. If you are not feeling a little nauseous in your life every now and then, I got to say, are you stuck in traffic? Actually, being stuck in traffic makes me nauseous. But you know what I mean. In the traffic of your life, are you doing anything that pushes you, grows you, has you walking outside your box? Now, I finally decided this year... And this is why I don't have the course for the podcasting and the course for the um, public speaking because it hit me 24 hours after leaving a course a little bit ago that if I do not start talking, I'm going to explode. There are things to say. There are things people need to know. That's more about the finances. The rest of it is just natter that I'm just grateful that you're here sharing it with me. But 
the point is I needed to get outside my box and I needed to find my voice. And so I kept having these preconceived notions of what I thought I should be doing. It's happened a lot in my life, actually. And those aren't bad things, please. There's no, I think, what is it? Oprah says there's, there's no mistakes. There's just experiences. It's something along those lines. But truer words were never spoken. Because if you keep looking at your life with regret that every decision and every mistake, there's no perfection. There, I've mentioned it before. Give it up, people. There's no perfection. So please look at your life as a series of uh, course correction. I really like that expression, course correction. And I had to laugh, and I know I've segued off here a little bit because you know when you're with me, it happens a lot. I'm sitting in a course a while ago, and uh, I had sort of bought into my fibromyalgia and my disease, and at 50, can't I just retire? My, my mother never worked past the age of 25 when she had her first children. She worked hard as a mother and a homemaker, do not get me wrong. But unlike myself, she was not, in, in that generation, was not out in the workforce with a career, keeping a home, and raising children. And so... There is this, um, and I completely just lost my train of thought. Do, 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 do. Oh, well. Trying to be superwoman, trying for perfection. And every time I made a mistake or a decision that I later regretted or thought, what was I thinking? I beat myself all black and blue about it. It didn't matter what those decisions are. We all have decisions in our life. Some of them, who we marry, who we date, where we invest, where we spend our money, where we bought our house. So I've kind of come to a bit of a conclusion. Please try and know yourself. Get on a journey of knowing yourself so that when you have to make decisions, you're making them from a place of knowledge and integrity of who you are as a person. Again, not the perfection. It's a journey. And get outside your box. For the love of God, get outside your box. Take some risks. If you want to play big, go play. Because the world is not being serviced by you playing small. And I know you've probably listened to a dozen different motivational speakers, which I am not, by the way, I am not a motivational speaker. I'll be laughing my butt off if a year from now, that's how I'm labeled because I'm not. I'm just a little bit crazy. I've had a lot of life experiences. I have the personality I have. And there's some things I think, whether they're successes or pains, that if I share them with you, they might resonate with you and might trigger a change in your way of thinking. Because my favorite thing in life is changing my mind. Oh, I love to change my mind. Love it, love it, love it. And I drive my dad mental. <laughs> he just goes crazy. So my dad, very successful man, great man of faith, but he has been on the same path mentally and emotionally from the time he left school at grade nine. And anything deviating from that, he's had experiences, you know, businesses, jobs, but he sort of is just one of those people that the way you think is the way you are and you kind of carry on that way. So if you change, you're flaky. Well, I'm a little bit like him because I'm a control freak. I got to have a plan. But the difference is that plan changes on a moment's notice, daily notice, yearly notice. But I got to have a plan. It gives me comfort. It's like having my home all organized, a little OCD. Uh, it gives me peace. And so for the love of God, find your peace. Um, but I change that plan on a regular basis because course corrections come. Also, if I am not open to God in the universe and saying, what have you got to offer me today, which is where you should be living all the time, and I think I'm going to do a podcast just on that one puny little subject and try not to deviate from it for you, then you are surely missing out. You, you are just have got to be missing out. So if the world is 
operating outside your little box that you've closed yourself into, you are missing out. And since I know that for a fact, because I lived there for the past year or two, buying into a disease that yes, I've got, but it didn't need to define me. I know of which I speak. So this is why I had this quick podcast on explaining why I say the name wrong. And, uh, and that's really about all I've got to say today. I want you to have a wonderful day. It is not quite sunny. I've talked about this amazing office that I do my podcast in where I look out at my gardens and right now my husband's peonies are, uh, are blooming, which he loves because he's a red fanatic and it is a beautiful day, but not sunny. But that being said, make it a great day and living well with Shell will be with you again soon. Take care world. Thank you again for joining me today. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast or just leave a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side.